It's time for Moment of Truth with David Moses. Scano Seguani, Bojo Kwekwe, Tansi, and welcome to Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses. You are listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa. And of course, uh, you could also be listening on the Radio Player Canada app. If you download that app and type in 106.5 ELMNT, FM or 95.7 ELMNTFM.ca. You could be listening on your device of choice anywhere across the country 24 hours a day. And uh, of course, if you have missed one of our interviews, we do uh, put them up on SoundCloud. Not immediately, it takes a couple of days for them to get up there. So uh, give us that, uh, that chance to put something up if you've missed something and you want to go back or perhaps uh, reference it to someone else that they uh, might have missed it and you want them to uh, hear it and you think it would be something for them to. Uh, uh, have benefit of, please let them know that. I'd like to welcome uh, my guest to the show today, and it's uh, it's a pleasure for me to welcome these two women, especially one of the guests whom I've known for quite some time. I must admit we we kind of lost touch over the over the years, but uh, I I I know that she has been very active in the film industry, uh, doing makeup. And that's why she is here today. I was able to contact her because she, uh, she, I thought of her immediately. This is in reference to uh, an interview and a film that we, uh, we talked about previously on the show, Toxic Beauty. It is not directly related to that, but it does specifically uh, refer to the idea of, of makeup. And, and what I thought of when I saw that, I thought, we have to do a follow-up on this. I can't think of anyone better uh, than to get Mary on the show and have her here. At that point, uh, Mary reached out uh, and said, yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Uh, I have someone else that I think would be great to have on the show as well. And uh, uh, what do you think of that? And I said, sure, I think it would be great. So uh, we have uh, Mary Montfort and we have Candice Ornstein. And uh, they, as I say, both work in the film industry in makeup. And you've probably seen their work on some people's faces, both on large and small screens. And, uh, and and I'm going to let them tell you a little bit about some of those people they've had the opportunity to work with. So you know that we're dealing with some people that have had uh, some longevity in this uh, field of work, as well as they know what they're talking about uh, when they uh, are putting makeup on people's faces. So why don't we start with Mary. Mary, welcome to the show. It's Hi, such a pleasure thank you so you. much for having us on, David. This is really wonderful. It's great. So, Mary, uh, you've been working in the, in the film doing makeup for quite some time. Yes, and you've, about uh, 30 years. And, and you have uh, garnered a few awards in that time as well. Yes, that's correct. I have a Gemini Award, and I've nominated twice with one win, which is a great honor in our industry to be recognized by your peers and be appreciated for your work. So, yes, it was a dream come true. A little bit surreal, but, again, um, really exciting, really yeah. exciting. So, listen, I'd like to know a little bit more about that. Uh, what I mean by that is I remember when you were working for MAC Cosmetics. That's right. And, That's right. And then, uh, and so you obviously uh, were able to get yourself into the film industry, uh, get that door open for yourself. Yes. Uh, so that's great that, that this has happened for you. You've continued to in that line of work, and I'm glad to see that's worked out for you very well. Um, who are some of the people you've had the pleasure of working with over the years? Oh, boy, when you ask this question to a makeup artist, they kind of roll their eyes and go, where do I start? <laughs> so a lot of Canadian talent, mm. um, Sheila McCarthy, and a lot of the Canadian shows that we shoot here in Toronto, mm. a lot of our stars, which are Canadian, but some of the people that your audience might recognize more would be, you know, people like um, 
Alan Rickman and Mariel Hemingway, uh, members of the National Ballet, mm. um, tons and tons of shows that are shot in Toronto that we shoot here that mm. are really well known, like uh, Murdoch Mysteries, you know, shows like Designated Survivor mm. and Frankie Drake, you know, tons and tons of shows mm. that are shot in Toronto. We always have the opportunity to work on those shows, mm. whether it be full-time or part-time. So there's a lot going on there. Uh, is it as uh, a frantic uh, an a part of the industry as the rest of the film industry? That, you know, uh, uh, are you given, you know, a very short time to get people ready for? Yes, there is definitely a timeline involved in in the process. It's very important. Every department has to adhere to that. Mm -hmm. So we have a specific amount of time to get the actors in, get them ready, get them processed, and then get them on set. And then they have a timeline as to how many hours they want to shoot for the day. Baseline is normally 12 hours. Um, if you're lucky, you can work 12 hours, but it's usually more than that. It's usually 14 and up. Mm -hmm. So it does make for a very long day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, thanks for that, Mary. And um, uh, so Candice, Candice yeah, Ornstein. Hi. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. This is amazing. It, it's so great, and, and yeah. I'm so so happy that Mary suggested having you on here with us. I'm happy too. <laughs> and uh, Mary, you know, um, uh, well, Candice, you, you too have been working in the film industry, and uh, you have a website that uh, people can go and check out. But again, um, uh, you know, how did you get started in this? So um, I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, I've been heading departments from a very early um, age. I was very lucky. I I started young and I worked really hard and I um, love the process, love the creative process, love having a team, love organizing schedules and um, working with actors and producers and directors and making that all come together. Um, that is the job of a head of department. And so I started doing that and I'm the head of department on a little well-known Canadian show called Chits Creek. Yep. Um, so, and I've worked on Saw movies. I've worked on, uh, Rookie Blue, Canadian projects, American projects, uh, features and TV. So I've, I've done a lot of it and, um, have loved it for the last 20 years. Um, however, um, about eight years ago or so, I really started getting into what are we putting on our actors? What are we using to help uh, create a better palette so that our work looks better. Um, and I started to delve into that um, in the industry. And if you don't mind me just going into a little story. or I don't. Uh, but yes, I will, you go, I will what, wait. What, what yes. I, no, I'd like you yeah. to do that. But, but what, you, what, you, when, what was triggered for me when you said that was technology. Yeah. How technology may have changed makeup over the years. So, so I want to come back to that, but please 100%. continue. Yeah. Um, so go into technology? No, go Just, about, in about your story. Sure. Okay, so um, basically um, the makeup truck, we all work in a makeup truck. Mm. So we work at six to eight stations. Um, it's very isolated. We sort of call it a tin cup uh, on wheels. And we travel around the city or outside of the GTA, and that's where we work. That's our home. So in those environments, you have all these technicians working um, who are all using different kinds of products. Mm. Most of them are chemical-based. Mm. And so there was a period of time many years ago, I was working on a CBS project called Ransom, and there was an electrical outlet 
in between my station and the hair station. And this weird black foam started to grow out of the outlet. And I thought, oh, no, we have mold. It happens. Um, I'm going to ask uh, the swamper, who's the gentleman who looks after the trucks called mm. Base Camp, um, to have a look at it. So he took a scraping of it and he sent it to a lab because mold is a bit of a serious mm-hmm. issue. And if there is, we have to switch trucks. So he takes the scraping and he comes back and he says, that's not mold. And I said, well, what is it? It's black and it's foamy. He says, it's hairspray. And so the hairspray had reacted with the electricity and started to grow this wow. this black substance. Mm. And the next day is when I really started mm. my journey into clean beauty and how to clean up the hair and makeup trucks in film and television. And that has what has got me uh, on the path um, with Source Organics, yeah. um, the website, and now the physical space. So Source Organics meaning, uh, is that that's your physical store? That, that you is my, SourceOrganics.com is my website. Yep. Source Organics, the store, is uh, my brick and mortar. That opened up eight weeks ago. <laughs> oh, really? That soon? Wow, that, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. And uh, we'll come back to that. We'll give yeah. people that uh, the contact information for sure. that as well at, at a later point in the show. Now, honestly, I wouldn't have put two and two together to think that that hairspray would start some kind of an of a reaction with electricity. Absolutely. It's astounding, really. It really is when you think of what we don't know what's mm. in these mm. products. Mm-hmm. How they can react not only on our skin but in the environment as well. So it's really kind of a twofold issue. Yeah. It's interesting if you ever ask a hairdresser to look at their palms or their hands, mm-hmm. a lot of them have a dermatitis. Oh. In the in the middle of their hand, because that's where they take their product and they mush it in their hand right. to then apply it to the hair. Right. And so year after year after year of using these products, people are literally getting skin conditions from the ingredients in, in the products. It's it's unbelievable. And, you know, that's a great way, uh, a great little segue to uh, give an example of why uh, I, I thought it was important to have both of you here to talk about the reactions because it's not healthy. Uh, what I what I saw in that toxic beauty uh, 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 video was was very very surprising, especially I guess now in terms of the internet. Yeah. Because th- there's this proliferation of stuff happening, and you have these influencers that are that are affecting younger people specifically. I think. And uh, it, showing them how to apply makeup and, and, you know, doing some great work, I, I guess, you know, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, what they're doing. Technically to, speaking, technically. yes. But uh, it, it raises the question because what I saw in this video was one person trying to get hold of one of these influencers' products, which they kept going to their website and it was always sold out, always sold out. And then what person said, well, you know, they, they, were, they were really desperate to try and get this. So they went to the website or to, they went to the Internet. And they found it on the internet, and it was the same product, which they ordered. And when it got there, uh, the first thing that happened was this woman put lipstick on, and within a minute, her lips were literally uh, glued together. And she didn't know what to do. She started to panic, but, but she went back to the internet <laughs> saying, what's going on, you know, and, and found out that some of these products, which was a knockoff from who knows where, that they had used super glue mm-hmm. in the lipstick, and that's... You know, so that scared me to think, oh, my God, if people are doing this and this is what's happening. Right. There. So the truth is, is there probably is glue in those products mm. and the percentage was just off. 
<laughs> right? Mm. It, it's probably an ingredient that is right. in the product, right. um, but their facility didn't use the right formulation. Um, so that's scary in itself. Well, it, right? it, it is because it's not, it, it's, a, it's sort of the, it's one of these places that you don't know where the product was being created. And it right. wasn't in a facility that it was somebody just making it in a back room somewhere, you know. Um, so that's what I, I was thinking about. Well, what's going on out there? And how, what do we need to do to protect ourselves? It's, it's bad enough with everything else going on in, in the world these days. Um, <clears throat> so uh, then, of course, we introduced the idea of, of clean, uh, of clean products that are the, the options. Now, before we get there, what I would like to ask you guys about, because you have had the experience of working with all kinds of people mm -hmm. and all uh, all different nationalities over your ex over your years of experience in the yes, film industry. That's right. And there's different skin types, and uh, you know maybe maybe certain skin types react a certain way. And of course, the other thing, of course, is is what applies, uh, what goes well with different skin types, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe that's a big question. I don't know, but. Uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind for each of you when, when we talk about that? Well, there's many factors involved. Uh, of course, everyone's skin is different. Skin tones are different. They vary their colors. Se uh, lots of factors like sensitivity, diet, age, hormones, uh, whether the person's on medication. So that alone right there is a handful. So it, in our job, it's part of our mandate to try to minimize minimize the toxicity by trying to evaluate what a person's skin tone is based on what we know about them. And we have a limited amount of time. So you really do become an expert at just by looking at someone, you know, you know, okay, their skin's oily or they're prone to breakout. Um, in terms of products, everybody um, that shops for product, it's really astounding to me that a lot of people out there still don't know, first of all, what they're buying or what they should be using on their skin. So with that in mind, yes, there's lots of different factors involved with having uh, to deal with people's uh, skin tones and their sensitivity to lots of products. So we, it's our job to educate people as much as we can during the time that we have them in our chair during the time that we work with them on a film set or whether it's a private consultation, whether we do, you know, private makeup lessons, which a lot of makeup artists do on their own time. So they're always gathering up clients. But it's really important that consumers, whether they're, you know, on camera or they're not, uh, it's important that they get information and get informed on what they should be using, which is really important. That's really the first step. Mm. Okay, thank you. Yes, yeah, so your Mary is right on all of those points. Um, it is true when an actor sits in your chair, you have about 30 seconds to analyze their skin and figure out what you need to do to present them in the best light possible for for um, their character mm. that they're going to be playing. Um, but this doesn't just relate to actors. This relates to everybody. And it's a very confusing world. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm. And um, there is so much out there and everybody gets confused. Um, and they should because there's just too much. There's so much. Um, it's in excess. And what ends up happening is, is people buy things. They put it in a drawer. It doesn't work. They don't know what to use. It's not the right color. They buy things that are, quote, on trend, mm. which 
on-trend works for a small percentage of the population and not for everybody. So, for example, um, if the trend is purple and that is not your color, do not buy it, um, even if it's on-trend. And so that has a lot to do with the influencers. But in terms of skin, yes, there's all kinds of skin. I mean, you can have somebody who's Irish English. They're prone to be pink and sensitive and sensitive to the sun. And so SPF is really important in that case. Um, If you have people who come in with darker skin tones, sometimes uh, they're prone to have an oilier skin, um, more active sebaceous glands. And so you have to address that. And how do you maintain that for 15 hours on a set? Um, So it's really important for the makeup artist to really know their products. Um, And often you have actors coming in who say, I need to use this or I'm sponsored by this company And I have to use this. Is Mm. this okay with you? Mm. And I will say, let's use what we can. Of course, I understand the business relationship there. Mm -hmm. And if you will allow me to at least care for your skin, then we can put anything you want on it. But as long as you have a great foundation, like a building, or if you're a dancer, the foundation of ballet, or uh, you, you have to have a good foundation, a good skin in order to proceed so it's our job to analyze every skin that sits in our chair and what we need to do and, and how to do it efficiently and effectively. Mm, okay, great. Uh, thank you for that. Now, uh, as you were talking there, uh, the other thing, and I keep going back to this, uh, that story you, sh- you shared about the electricity and hairspray reacting to it. And the other thing I thought about is how often have we seen in, in films uh, where uh, they've used, I'm, I'm not sure if it's hairspray or one of the aer- aerosol cans, uh, you know, and, and please, by no means, do not do this. It's not a good idea. Uh, where they hold up a flame and they, they spray it, in fr- and it's this flammable right. thing. It's like a blow, uh, like a flamethrower that comes out of there. So uh, another example of some of how it reacts, it, you know, given uh, the, the nature of what it's uh, being put up against. And we're using that kind of stuff, as you as you said, on on our on our bodies. So, have things changed changed technically over the years in terms of either how things are made or or what's what's uh, being put into these things, or have some products just remained the same way they are for you know generations? I will give a little blurb on this, but Candace will know way more about mm. this because this is her whole life now. Um, yes, technically. A lot of products have changed. Clean makeup, clean beauty has become is becoming mainstream in mm. our opinion, uh, specifically because we work with so much product. There are products out there that anyone can use. It's just a matter of doing a little bit of research, getting yourself informed. There's lots of uh, availability out there for people to start switching over their products. But yes, technology has evolved in such a way that it's actually to our advantage, even though other things may not, you know, appear to be that way. Um, There's tons of products out there that are available for people to use that are not toxic. I just want to let everyone know that you're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa, uh, 106.5 in Toronto, 95.7 in Ottawa. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, you could download the Radio Player Canada app and uh, just follow the directions there. Type in 106.5 ELMNTFM or 95.7 ELMNTFM. And uh, you could be listening on your device of choice uh, anywhere across the country. And um, 
Yes, so my two guests that we have in the studio with us today, and it's such a pleasure to have them, and I'll reintroduce you to them a little bit. Mary Montfort is a makeup artist. She's been working, and she... Mary, you also work with jewelry. I mean, like maybe talk about that a little bit. I know you've sure. been there. Uh, no and worries. <laughs> and uh, her, uh, her, uh, uh, the person she recommended to have come in and and talk on the show with her is Candice Ornstein, and uh, she uh, has uh, also been working in the film industry. Uh, uh, but she also has a brick, bricks and mortar store that she just opened up eight weeks ago. Did you say eight Candace? weeks ago? So congratulations on that. And that Thank is a you. clean beauty. Uh, Clean Beauty Boutique. Yeah, so uh, we're going to tell you a little bit more about that and how you could uh, maybe touch base with her. But uh, the reason we wanted to talk about this, and I thought it was important to talk about this, was because uh, of of what I had seen uh, uh, in in a a film we reviewed uh, about toxic beauty and and, uh, how uh, things especially were being influenced, I guess, to a large part on the Internet by influencers. Mm -hmm that are, I guess are actually expanding this even more because they're now coming up with their own lines of products. And I don't know who's making those products for these people, but um, it, it just seems that it's, you know, and this industry itself, the, the cosmetic industry is massive. And apparently there is very, very little, uh, a, 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 any way of, of regulations in the way of regulating this. And uh, and that was part of what we saw in the film as well, and some some cases that went to court regarding uh, some products that haven't changed in decades and were have been linked to cancer. And uh, I guess that's a big worry, you know, for for uh, how this how how we can protect ourselves. And I thought, uh, as a, as 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 a father of a, of a young girl who just turned fifteen and likes to put makeup on, uh, I can tell you that it's a concern for me because. Uh, you know, as everyone else, regardless if you have a daughter or not or, or someone in your family, and m- both men and women, uh, it's not just uh, women's products, it's men and women's products that we're talking about. Um, uh, Candice, you were about to uh, talk about something. I think you were, I think you had asked, um, has, have things changed yeah, over the years? Have te- right. Has the technology yep. of producing products changed? And I think it's really important to understand the history of beauty. Sure. Um, so... Basically, all these chemicals and the way products were processed really started during World War II um, when they couldn't afford to actually make the products anymore in the way that they did. Um, So they had to get creative and they had to start using cheaper ingredients and manufacturing them because makeup wasn't going to go anywhere. In fact, they say that in a depression or a recession, um, the one thing people will buy is a lipstick because it is anywhere from $6 to $35, and it's a cheap way to feel good. Mm. And so it's the beauty industry isn't going anywhere, um, but it does need to advance, and it is slowly. Um, but if you, if you go back to that time, World War II is when all of this began, because before that, people were living naturally, mm. right? They took from the earth. They created pigments out of, I mean, we're going way back, but they would take pigment from brick, right? right? Um, The old clowns in the theaters would take the the dust off the brick and put it on their cheeks, and then they have blush, right? So that always existed um, before before the war. And so we're just coming out of war times in terms of how products are manufactured, Mm. which is pretty scary, Mm. actually. Um, And now there's... um, uh, it's really leaning towards that because of clean eating. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So I, th- I really do think that they're connected. Mm-hmm. I think because people are more conscious about what they put in their body and how they take care of themselves and working out. I mean, even McDonald's has their clean menu, right? And McDonald's is not known to be a clean restaurant, mm-hmm. but they are trying because they know they're going to capture that audience, the people who need to eat fast but don't want to eat, you know, a 4,000 calorie uh, meal. So they have their wraps and they have their salads. And so the same goes for beauty. So the truth of the matter is, is people are getting smarter. Um, those people who are co- health conscious are now conscious about what they're putting on their skin. Remember that the skin absorbs very quickly what you put on it, and it is our largest organ. So it is important. It's just as important as our heart, just as important as our liver or kidney. Um, and so we have to be more conscious about what we put on our skin um, because it, it does affect us. And you're right. People are worried about cancer-causing ingredients. Um, one very specific one that I really feel we should all be um, learning about, and not just women, is um, deodorant. Mm. Mm-hmm. So because you have um, – it, it's right next to your breast tissue. And mm-hmm. so it's really important to know what you're putting on um, underneath your arm. And that is going to go right into your system and right into your breast tissue. And so, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but it makes sense to me that if you're going to put aluminum on underneath your armpit, chances are some of that might get into your cells. Mm. Um, And just like anything. So we're not there yet. Um, We have a long way to go. We're starting. I would say in the last 10 years, but really in the last five, have people really – started to educate themselves Mm. on their ingredients, what they're looking at, and what does it mean. So there's another topic I would love to get into, but of course it's at your discretion, which is something called greenwashing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to know what that is because the industry is so big, because it's already so confusing. um, It's important to really understand the difference between marketing as a green product and an actually produced green product, right? So just because your package has a leaf on it doesn't make it healthy. And I think that that's really important to note. Um, Just because they put aloe in um, and it's the sixth ingredient, the second ingredient is still sodium lauryl sulfate, for example, which is just a chemical that makes bubbles. You don't need bubbles to get clean. That's just... um, uh, an ingredient that they put in, um, f- uh, in for marketing purposes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, and, of course, they do hide behind names sometimes, like you, you just gave an example of. And uh, it is somewhat misleading. Very you know, misleading. When yes. you're saying, like totally. you just said about yes. the green leaf, oh, uh, 100%. this is green. Uh, because we assume. And people don't know, no, right? Yes. They don't, we yes. assume we Absolutely. look at that, oh, this is a green product because we assume I don't it says know, maybe natural it's on it's 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 labeled <laughs> yes. natural it's labeled yes. natural Which, because yeah. we don't have mandates there's yet. no right. there's no mandate on that and right there's no regulation the cra does have a list of uh restricted ingredients a huge yeah. list of restricted ingredients and so the thing is is if you have less than a certain percentage in the ingredient um you can call it natural Right. So if you have 6%, it's usually under 11% or so. But if you have about 6% of something, you can still call it natural, even though that ingredient is still in there. So it's a big it's a big world of a, a lot of information that it's very hard to get through. Yes. That's why, 
you come to people like me who own boutiques like Source Organics, and I've done all the work for you, essentially, because um, I'm so passionate and interested about it. Um, but yeah, it's very confusing. So I'm glad you, you again, you segued us into part of one of the things I want to talk about, okay. which was um, going to the internet. The internet has pluses right. and minuses. Yes. And, you know, it's great that we have more information, which, you know, was pointed out. But the other side of that is many people, especially young people, uh, are not going to visit people like yourselves. Right. They're shopping online and they're ordering online and it comes directly to them, to their door. The right. next day. Yeah. And so there's that interaction they're 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 taking the face value of what they're seeing and you know not getting that interaction because there is that that because when you're sitting there talking to someone exchanging ideas and talking about products together you're getting more than just this one-sided conversation of something coming at you and not being able to and, and I'm sure questions pop up for people so uh and uh, I think specifically it gives you more of a personal option to explore what it is that you need and what you're looking for and that you can get that personal advice. Right, because everybody needs something different. So what ends up happening is you're right, online and influencers, and they say, get the serum. It's amazing. Right. Okay, great. For who? For what skin? Right. For what background? What's it addressing? How do you know it's good for everybody? Everybody deals with different things, right? So... um I think it's really important for the consumer to really go and search for things that work for them and not based on what everybody needs because what everybody needs is different. Right. Nicely said. Now, you were talking about greenwashing. Do you want to explore that a little bit? Sure. I'm, I'm p Part of my fascination with greenwashing is that there are so many misnomers as to what's clean and what's not clean. And it's true, we don't have the regulations yet. Um, it's starting. But um, I think it's really important for the consumer not to be fooled by marketing, by packaging. Because um, what ends up happening is, and you have to remember, most of these cosmetic companies are under the umbrella of about five companies. There are hundreds of brands all under the same umbrella, the same manufacturer, the same marketing, the same. And so a lot of those dollars are spent on marketing and not on product ingredients. And it's the small indie companies that don't have the marketing dollars. And so they really do have to rely on really amazing products, um, word of mouth, um, people who can do specific recommendations, right? It's like prescriptive skin care. So I think it's important to just because a package has a leaf on it, um, to not be swindled into thinking, hey, this one's good for me, right? Or if a company says, because again, there are no regulations, this is great for sensitive skin, read it. If it has in the ingredient list uh, perfume or parfum, um, perfume is like made up of like 132 chemicals. They can't list all of them. So they just put it on the umbrella of perfume. Um, so... I just think it's important to know if you have a sensitivity to, and don't get me wrong, clean beauty is very strong and very effective. Plants are very powerful, very active. Very active. And so it doesn't mean that you won't react if you're using a clean product. You Again, you have to know what product to use for your skin um, because plants are powerful. And now people aren't just whipping this up in their kitchens anymore. These... Um, 
Sometimes these they peptides, are. <laughs> they are, but these peptides are being extracted in a laboratory, right? right, right. And so they they are made to be really um, strong, powerful, and to do the thing that they are marketed to do, but they don't have marketing dollars for it. So you just have to read your ingredients. Don't be duped by packaging or by uh, a big marketing campaign that says, you know, this product is amazing. It's funny. I was at the distillery and the distillery has these, sometimes there's companies who come, they spend a lot of money at the distillery, downtown Toronto, and they try to sell their products, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So there was one company, I won't say their name. um, They had new shampoo and in that shampoo was oatmeal and and aloe and all these amazing products. And they had these banners with grains and green leafy things. And they gave me a sample and I looked at it and I said, but your second ingredient is sodium lauryl sulfate. So tell me how this wonderfully marketed healthy product is healthy. Right. And, and that is a big problem. So I'm, and you know that's something else is is the marketing and the packaging. Yeah, yeah. Not only adding to cost, but it is is there to to sell stuff and and it does a good job in most cases. Uh, but it also adds to pollution because of all this yeah. stuff yes, we have to get absolutely. rid of pla- the plastic yeah. and all the rest of that, which is another issue. And on that note, I'd like yes. to add, sure. um, with all of that that's been said, there are a couple of really great apps that people can download on their phones. One is called. Think Dirty. Yeah. And the other one is the uh, EWG, the Environmental Working Group. These apps are great because, first of all, they're free. And secondly, you can actually take your product. Once you've downloaded the app, you can take your product and you can scan the barcode on it. And it'll break down the item for you in terms of ingredients and how toxic it is. So it's a great way for consumers or anyone who wants to know what's in a product, how toxic it is. And it also not only um, scans your uh, cosmetics, but there's also home in- home products that people can use as well. Yes, thank you, Mary. So that's uh, a really good start for yeah, people. It, it really is. I thank you for mentioning because I was going to I was going to mention that as well. Uh, the the uh, Think Dirty Buy Clean, and you can download that, and They're it is wonderful. a fabulous product. They're I've really got my great. daughter looking at that, yes. and I said, "Look at this and it's check great. out your stuff," and she's doing that. So it's, uh, it's helping. You know, you mentioned deodorant, uh, Candace, and that's something that for me personally, I, for instance, I haven't been able to wear antiperspirant for years. I just re- react horribly to that stuff. And even deodorants I still react to. I have to find something that's really uh, as simple as possible, and, and still I, I sometimes get a reaction to it. So, um, Which isn't uncommon, by the way. It's, it's, yeah. it's a pretty common yeah. occurrence, yeah. Hmm. Um. Okay, so uh, that's great. Thanks, for Mary, for, for mentioning both those, uh, the Think Dirty by Clean and the EWG. Is yes, Environmental Working Group. Yep. Yes. And that's, they're both, uh, you can download tho- both those and you can start checking things out. Now, of course, uh, y- cosmetics are not cheap either. They're, no. They're expensive. It's outrageously expensive. Yeah. And um, I, I guess, so with, with that being said, right. uh, we have this huge, huge, market. And it wouldn't be huge unless, of course, people wanted the products. And uh, I guess, you know, that leads me back around to uh, self-consciousness and, and, and I guess partly why that product list is, is tied into us wanting to look our best, feel the best about ourselves. You said, you know, people buy in, in tougher times, they'll buy lipstick because mm-hmm. it's a feel good and it gives right. people the basic thing. Um, 
So what is it people, would you say, is there a commonality about what people need to use and what people are the basics that people need to look for when, um, when wanting to feel that good and, and not go overboard and, you know, right. and spend reasonably on things? I think the first thing that people normally want to find out or access for, their, for themselves is a good cleanser, moisturizer, and toner. Mm. Cleanser. Those are the three basics. Um, I think that your makeup can only look as good as your skin. So most people who want to wear makeup kind of think, okay, well, I should start taking care of my skin, which is absolutely right. correct. So sure. those are the three basic things right. that most people look for, and then they start building on that. So, right. Mary, exactly. from yeah. what you're saying there, is it safe to say that if you take care of your skin, you may need less product to put on top of it because it's going to look its best anyway? Th- yes, absolutely, there is that. And there's also things, you know, like you want to put on products so that you're going to protect yourself from the environment. So. Mm-hmm want to make sure you've got sunscreen on because of our ozone layer. Mm. Um, basically, wearing makeup is not the way it was many years ago. Where now makeup actually has vitamins infused in it and lots of really great essential oils. So it's actually good for your skin. Protecting your skin is also very important. So the thing with wearing makeup or foundation in particular, it's not so much, not as important that you want to look your best, but you're also protecting your skin. So mm. there is that element in there as mm. well, mm. which is also very important. Right. And as you point, pointed out, moisturizer, cleanser, and toner, the three basics you were saying that yes. people need to start with? Yes. Okay. And are they looking for anything specific within those three product, products? To, to Well, I think it's Im- so. I think it's really important to know where your skin is at okay. before you decide what products you need. Okay. How do you find that out? Um, you, you seek people like me or profession, other, go mm-hmm. to a facialist. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you your skin's dehydrated and, and drinking water doesn't make mm-hmm. your skin not dehydrated, <laughs> by the way. That's a misnomer. Um, what you need to do is lock in moisture. So if your skin's, and Mary's right, like if your skin is in good shape, whatever makeup you use on top of it will be that much better. And so it's really important to know what your challenges are to begin with so that you know what to put on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you have parched skin, if you uh, suffer from blemishes, if you um, have rosacea, if you have any kind of skin condition, it's really important to know that you have those things first because a certain cleanser, a certain toner would hurt somebody's skin that had rosacea on it, right? So you have to know what you're dealing with and then proceed. But yes, a great cleanser, a great toner, and a great moisturizer, but also to know what those things are and what that means. Because cleanser comes in 10 different forms. Toner comes in several different forms with different ingredients. Moisturizers also come in lots of different forms. You can have something that's oil-based. You can have something that's water-based. You can have, there are so many things in the marketplace. So again, research. Know what you're trying to accomplish. Find the things that will help you accomplish it. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Again, prescriptive skincare. And then makeup-wise, yeah. Um, like I always say, if your skin is great, okay, go use whatever makeup you want because you have a nice protective layer on. I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of all things clean. Um, so I would say, yes, you're right, Mary. Uh, now makeup is made with vitamin. Clean makeup is made with vitamins and 
great nutrients and wonderful things for your skin, but not all makeup is. So start with the basics. Get your skin in check and then have at it. <laughs> okay, nicely said. Um, and that comes, I guess, back around to to uh, bringing this back to a local level, finding someone you, you care to work with, that you would like to work with, that you can trust, that uh, you feel is educated and has that product knowledge, not only on the products, but also on skin and how to uh, how and what might be best for you. Again, it's, it sounds like it's it's also, and I'm guessing skin can change over time as well. Oh, yes, yes, it does. Absolutely. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah. And so then again, products might have to change. So it's yes. an ongoing yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Even uh, just seasonally. Yeah. Totally. Right, yes. Right. Uh, so so y- y- there are so many questions that people need to be aware of. Yes. You can't just pick something up uh, that just because either you like the color or you think yeah. it's... Yeah. And it's know, not a one size fits all. Right. You know, everyone's an individual. So you have to treat your skin as individual as you are, and that could entail... Your skin does change from season to season. Mm. Winter, everyone is dry and right. dehydrated, right. right, because of the heating indoors right. and the cold outside. So it is an ongoing, an ongoing thing, but because things are constantly changing, it is a good idea to have to change up your skin routine a little bit as well. Okay, well, I'm going to jump in here once again to say uh, you're listening to Element FM. This is Moment of Truth in Ottawa and Toronto. 95.7 in Ottawa and and 106.5 in Toronto. And don't forget the Radio Player Canada app. Download that and type in uh, 106.5 ELMNT-FM or 95.7 ELMNT-FM. And you could be listening on your device of choice anywhere across the country. And that goes for uh, someone you may know outside of our listening area that wants to listen in real time. So please let them know about that. Also, if you miss one of our uh, our interviews, uh, you can catch that on our SoundCloud at a later date. It doesn't go up there uh, right away, uh, but it does take uh, a day or two to get up there. But they are always posted, and you can go back there and listen at at your uh, at your leisure. This may be one of those interviews that you want to go back and refer to because of all the things that uh, my guests are talking about in terms of makeup. And it uh, is, again, I just wanted to mention a pleasure to have uh, Mary Montfort and Candice Ornstein in our studios to talk about uh, makeup and all the different applications, pardon the pun there, uh, to, to how makeup is used, what we need to be aware of, because uh, makeup has changed. There are options for putting clean products on our skin these days. And b- for both men and women. And that's becoming more and more uh, uh, of, of an awareness for people, and it should be, because there are some products that can do you harm out there, unfortunately. Uh, as we found out, the, the, the cosmetic industry, the large cosmetic industry, a billion dollars or plus, uh, it, it doesn't have many, many regulations. And so you need to be uh, buyer beware, I guess, in this case, about what you're doing and, and be aware of, of what the products are out there and availability. We're also talking a little bit about because uh, 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 of the influencers that are out there um, showing people products and maybe giving them some great advice on terms of how things look on their face. Uh, and, and maybe that's, uh, that, that's great. But as we're finding out from talking both to Candace and Mary, uh, not every product is great for every skin type and may not be the right color for you just because it's something in trend. Now, um, having said that, those influencers uh, not only influence products, they, inf- they influence people and influence what people are buying. 
Um, are you guys finding that more of an issue these days in terms of what you're doing and, and how that's affecting things? Hugely. Um, you know, there is something that we call the look, like the Instagram look. Oh, yes. Which is not um, the way the average person looks. Um, and so people are tuning in and watching videos of people putting on 17 layers of makeup mm. and wanting to achieve that look. But really, that look doesn't work when you go into the office. That's an Instagram look. Mm. That's also done in front of a beautiful ring light and mm. editing and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So we live in sort of the Kardashian world now. And I hate to say it that mm. way, but it is true. It's absolutely true. Which is everybody wants to acquire, to have, to look like, to have those things. And the truth of the matter is, is that we all just live fairly normal lives. And I think what it actually does is it causes sadness in people mm -hmm. and people covet what they can't have and don't have. And it's all about instant success and instant looks and instant this. And instant I, I, gratification. Instant yes. gratification. Yeah. And it's actually damaging our younger generations 100%. Like, I can't wait to see what happens in 10 or 15 years to the psychology of all these people. Mm. Um, you know, these influencers, they're working hard doing the thing that mm. they're doing, right? Mm. But every day is spent taking photos of themselves. Right. right. Pro I mean, promoting yourself is not a bad thing. It's a great thing, but um, it's not all real. And mm. I think when, we, when it comes to influencers, although, let me say this, um, I'm about to host an influencer event. Mm -hmm. Why? I have to mm -hmm. because it's important that I have those people on my side. Sure. And so what I'm really looking for are people who are interested in wellness, health, um, those types of influencers mm -hmm. who are true and who talk, speak the truth and are interested in finding healthier alternatives versus the influencer who's just looking to um, earn a living mm -hmm. on, you know, uh, a sponsorship, essentially. And, and some of them are earning really... Over really, six figures, 100%. Yeah. They are killing it. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, which, which is, of course, uh, you know, uh, I mean, good for them. Yeah. But uh, there is that other side of it. it it's just the it's way a business. that... Yeah, it is. It's yeah. turned into a business for them. 100%. And people have to remember that, too. Yes, when when somebody is pushing a product on yep. you, it's because they're earning $1,000 for every skew that they sell, yep, right? right? Just based on sponsorship. Mm -hmm. And so, I, again, I think as a consumer, we just have to sort of smarten up and do the thing that works best for us and not necessarily because it's on trend, like we were saying. Right. Uh, now, Candice, you have a brick-and-mortar store that you just opened up uh, eight weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and it's based on clean products. And It is all clean, yeah. yes. So um, I work very closely with these companies. I carry about 40, 43 brands that I work closely with. Mm -hmm. And um, I bring in products based on their efficacy, their ingredient list, and also their give-back mandate, which I think is very important. Um, a lot of these companies are women-run. Um I work with an incredible company out of New York called Violets Are Blue. She had breast cancer. Mm. So when you're going through chemo treatments, your cell structure changes. Your skin gets sensitive. You mm. can't handle smells in the same way. And so she built this whole line called the Beloved Line. Um, her name is Cynthia Bestman. She's unbelievable. And uh, she donates a basket to Sinai, New York for every woman going into chemo treatments. I mean, oh. to it's an easy support. Yeah. 
I can support that 100%、mm-hmm. on top of the products being amazing.、Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's so easy.、Um, and so all these companies have really great responsibilities to sustainability. We carry Vapor Beauty. And in 20, I think it was 2022, they're going to be based solely on solar power and how they produce everything. We have a new company that we just brought in called Naked Swab, and they're the new sustainable cotton, cotton swab. Um, so, one swab is equivalent to 2,000 cotton, cotton buds, cotton swabs.、Um, and so, companies are coming out with、um, recyclable packaging or package free, or there's a lot of like refillery stations happening now.、Um, so, it's happening.、Mm-hmm. It's slowly happening.、Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's you, know, you know, I couldn't help but think,、uh, it just popped into my head as you were talking about、uh, this. These uh, uh, organic and, and natural sources.、Uh, you know, indigenous people have been living on,、yes. on the planet in a very natural way、yep. for th- hundreds of thousands of years. It's interesting that we're, we're starting to almost come full circle. Yes. A hundred percent. You know,、uh, yep. so maybe, you know, maybe there's a, an indigenous person out there with some kind of. You know, that might influence? Some, not influence. <laughs>、um, there might, are. There you know? actually、yeah. are、um, mm. companies、uh, now starting. From uh, indigenous uh, people creating,、mm. I, I forget the name of one of them. It's called. Oh, oh I know、uh, which one. Cheekbone Beauty. Cheekbone, exactly. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great product. Do you have、yeah. that exactly. One in your shop? I don't because、oh. I'm not sure that they're 100% clean. I have to double check. Yeah, I'm not sure.、Um, not yet. We, we've had her in here. Exactly, in、yeah. exactly. So it's starting,、mm-hmm. right? We, we,、um, Source Organics is right next to a native center. Great.、Um, oh, yeah. It's a huge native community、yeah. where Source Organics is, actually.、Yeah. Um, and every summer, so they have this huge garage, and every summer the door is open and they're just making smudges.、Right. And I、oh. walk by, I just stand there sometimes, and I'm so in awe. They're just hanging all their、mm. herbs. And,、um, you know, you're right. This is, this is where it all began,、mm. right?、Mm. And I'm always so in awe of this garage.、Mm. You would never know that they're doing smudges in there until summertime comes around. Mm. Mm. And it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of smudges that、mm. they're. That they're making, and it's so amazing.、Mm. But yeah, it is, it is headed in that direction.、Mm-hmm. And I hope it does more so. Right.、Um, because the concept is of the earth,、right. and the indigenous people were the first here.、Mm. And、um, I'm sure we have a lot to learn. <laughs>、uh, great. And now、uh, th- your store is,、yes. uh, is uh, Source Organics, and, the, the, and you can, you can、uh, reach out.、Uh, Well, you have a, is this your Twitter at source.organics? So that's my Instagram.、Okay. So you can reach out through the Instagram, source.organics. You can reach out through info at source.organics. You can go to the website、mm-hmm. at sourceorganics.com <laughs> or you can come to the store,、right. um, which is at 34 Vaughn Road at、right. Bathurst and Sinclair. And, and, you know, the reason I, I wanted to, to get、uh, the two of you in here to talk about this was because I believed it, it was very important for people to hear. Uh, from some people with some real experience in、uh, dealing with makeup over the years, that you can shed some light on what is happening out there these days、um, and, and get some real advice in terms of、uh, being able to source, not only source products, but find someone、uh, that you know, I think is only, has only、um, uh, been emphasized by having you here is that there's a real benefit to reaching out and talking to someone on a one to one basis. Find some people you can trust. That you know can help you, maybe a little bit of experiment in terms of finding what the right products are for you, but they can help guide you in that way and not steer you in the wrong direction. 
and make you look your best uh, for who you are. As you say, everybody's different. It's an individual uh, look that people should be uh, trying to achieve, uh, not going for necessarily just what's uh, the trend, uh, as has been pointed out. Um, and uh, Mary, uh, as I pointed out uh, earlier, and, and uh, you had, I'm not sure if, if you guys are going to be working together a little bit in the future, but you have so you you work with jewelry too, and you've been doing that for yes. quite some time. We do work yes, together we now, do. other than the fact that we've worked together on, <laughs> on film sets. sets. Yeah, um, we've known each other for quite a few years, and Candace reached out to me and said, "Hey, I've got this really exciting uh, project, and I'd love to have you invite you to be part of it." And I immediately knew what she was going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to work together uh, back in November, and she brought it up. And I said, oh, you're opening a store, aren't you? And she said, how do you know? So long story short, yes, I have been making jewelry on and off for a number of years, and I've mm. just started up again, thanks to Candice for the inspiration. Mm. And um, I work with semi-precious stones and lots of Swarovski crystals and freshwater pearls there's quite an array of product. They're all handmade mm. by me. Mm -hmm. And they're gorgeous. So um, it's it's great. It's a great outlet for me, and I love doing it. Mm. And it's something that I love to do on the side. Mm -hmm. um, I also wanted to say, on the negative flip side, this is what makes this so exciting. Because people like us, this is what we do for a living in terms of skincare mm -hmm. and helping people and getting people informed and getting them educated on what their options are because there's lots of options out there. So people should feel really privileged and, and happy and excited to have people like Candace and myself available to them so that they can, you know, get themselves together and, and be happy with, with what's out there because there's lots of alternatives. And I just want to give one little shout out to Mary, which is, um, don't look so surprised, Mary, um, <laughs> is that Mary uses a lot of sort of vintage crystals. So it's also upcycling. It's also taking something that existed in right. the past with a history and turning it into something new and fresh and innovative. Um, and I and this the stuff is really beautiful. And um, it, again, it is at uh, Source Organics at Thirty Four Vaughn Road. So you guys should come and check out her jewelry as well. Thirty Four Vaughn Road. You heard it. Uh, that's the that's the location uh, of uh, Source Organics, and you can find uh, both Mary and Candice's uh, advice and work there for you to, uh, to uh, uh, check out if you're interested in, in getting some personal advice and how you can apply products or find those natural products which you can get at Source Organics that she mentioned. And you're probably going to see more if you're outside the listening area of either uh, our Toronto or Ottawa. Uh, look for those natural products in your own areas. There's probably something coming up or maybe you can find something online that you can source out uh, for yourself if you're concerned, if you're having issues. Uh, in that way, uh, please, uh, please do so. I hope that uh, by sharing uh, this information with you, uh, our listeners, it has it has helped and been of benefit to you. I really appreciate Mary uh, uh, finding Candice and bringing her in and having you both here. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so Thank much you for having us on, much. David. It, it's been a great pleasure. And uh, Mary, it's so happy to, to have you uh, on the show. It's great that, that we could so reconnect much. in this way. Yes, it's great. Uh, and, you know, I've also, uh, you know, Candice, you pointed out about, about Mary's uh, sort of uh, abilities in terms of, of using things. And I've always known Mary, Mary to be a very creative person, uh, 
photography comes to mind and and I've always thought of her and I know she's always been a very creative person so it's great that both of you are, are doing well with uh, with what you're doing in makeup and the film industry congratulations to both of you thank you and um, and and also with uh, what you're doing and in moving into the future so I just want to mention uh, uh, once again if you if you uh, want to uh, Find out more, at least at the very basic, uh, download uh, those two uh, um, uh, apps that you can get. Uh, Think Dirty uh, by Clean is one, and the other one is the EWG uh, uh, app that you can download. And find out more about the products you are looking at before you even purchase something. Go there. Yes, find that's out. a great idea. It really is. It helps. And it, it, it's really interesting the way it lays it out as well. It gives you green, yellow, and red in yes, terms right. of the, yes. you know, what the cautionary are, are or if it's green uh, you know, and falls within a certain level of of acceptance, I guess. Yeah, and since that can also can be very confusing for a mm. lot of people because mm. it's an overload of product right. and information, yeah. get yourself down to Source Organics if you can and take advantage and have Candice help you out and educate you. At least come and visit the shop. Mm. The shop is lovely. Mm. There's tons of product there that you can look at, smell, feel, touch, and it's a wonderful opportunity to uh, get people informed. And you can check thanks, out Mary's uh, jewelry as and well. And you can check that's out some right. jewelry while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, thanks again for coming in, guys. It's been a pleasure to have you here. This really has been. Thank you thank so you. much. Maybe there'll be a follow-up we can do at a later date. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I want to thank uh, Mary Montfort and Candice Ornstein for coming in and being my guests on Moment of Truth and Element FM as we talked about uh, uh, cosmetics and, and uh, trying to help people uh, benefit in ways to not put uh, destructive things on them uh, as we move uh, forward. That's the show for today. I want to thank you for listening. My name is David Moses, and uh, we'll look for you next time on Element FM and Moment of Truth. Until then, I say onigiha. I also want to say nyawa miigwech wanishi and thank you to everyone who helps put Moment of Truth together. They include in Ottawa, Jill Kennedy and Caroline O'Neill. In Toronto, Andrew Johnson, Luca Capone, Kathy Zabokin, Andrew St. Germain. Nyawa miigwech and thanks for listening.